Badgercast number 80, Napadpomo, day 26. Cast your slice of Wisconsin life. I'm Dale. And I'm Julie. And um, I played that front, that's uh, Roundabout by Yes from their 1971 Fragile album. I think I had that one in album forms in the basement. I don't know. Anyway, I played that for a specific reason. Can you figure out what that might be? My hatred of roundabouts that I expressed a couple minutes ago. <laughs> yes. Now, tell us about your hatred of roundabouts and the proliferation of them in the state of Wisconsin. For some reason, it seems that... You can turn that off. It, for some reason, it seems that every area that is being redone, and that goes from here up across the state, they're putting in roundabouts. Roundabouts in and of themselves probably aren't a bad thing. It's how they're put in and how they have no appropriate signage that, A, one is coming up. Two, they don't have big enough signs to tell you that you need to be in X or Y lane if you're taking a a turn, which is what got me ticked off today because there's a new roundabout going in on Highway 41 and uh, Main Street by my parents' house. And you take the roundabout. There's no signage. You're in the, the right-hand lane, which was, would be the old way to get on to 41 southbound. Guess what? Not appropriately marked. You stay in the right lane, you're going to get on 41 northbound now. You need to be over in the left middle lane because it's going to turn and take you towards the southbound thing. But it's not freaking marked. And when you do finally see the sign... It's halfway through the turn, which does you no good if you're in the wrong damn lane. And to keep going around in a circle trying to get over in the other lane because other people don't, don't know that you need to get in the other lane and you don't have enough room because the roundabout's too small to begin with. We have a couple roundabouts around here that went in, and they found out rather damn quickly that they were too small and had to enlarge them to let and, and people through them. and lower them so that you could see the oncoming traffic. And they're well lit. And uh, the one I the, the one I'm particularly thinking of, uh, they had to expand it because it wasn't wide enough to allow emergency vehicles through. Correct. So. Correct. Yes. So, Ron, they're not bad, but they're not appropriately marked. So you've gone from hating them just in in general. Because they put them out there with no. Public, public awareness, all of a sudden they just showed up and you're supposed to know how to drive in them. Again, if they don't put the correct signage up and make it easy. I don't make a split-second decision inside the intersection when I'm going. 
it's kind of like on the highway. You got a sign ahead of time telling you you need to be here because you it's too damn difficult to switch lanes in a roundabout. It should be impossible because that's the whole point. You are in a one lane. But if you're mismarked, how do you get out? You don't. You have to take whatever the the lane mark marker is. Right. And if you don't know the area, like if I didn't know the area, I would have ended up on 41 northbound. And with all the gosh darn construction that's going on between Menasha and north of Green Bay, and we're talking over a 30-some mile stretch of highway, you can't get off easily and get back on. Hey, at least the Packers are playing in New York tonight. Could you imagine this as a, a Packers were leaving? I when? woke up to snow and thought, I don't want to leave yet because of the construction <laughs> and the small lanes and blah, blah, blah. But fortunately, by the time we left, the snow had melted, and it was a little bit better. Yeah, when I saw that you texted me this morning, do you have snow? It's like, no, it's really sunny and cold, but we, no we snow. We had two inches or so up in this morning up, up there in Green Bay to Pier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, well, well, welcome home. Yeah. Okay, what else? Oh, I don't have anything. You I don't mean. have any else? I noticed a new building on the way way home, and I can't find out much about it. We were passing through Fond du Lac, and there's a new building called the Military Veterans Museum. And all I get when I pull it up is um, a home page, and it uh, tells them their mission, which is it's called the Fields of Honor Military Veterans Museum to honor our nation's military history through education and preservation Uh, progress this is an exciting time for the museum they have raised three million dollars and received an in-kind matching grant of five hundred and fifty thousand dollars with these funds they have nearly completed the john e kunzel motor pool building where they will showcase an impressive collection of military vehicles. The motor pool building will also house our, uh, their gift shop, display some of the artifacts, and provide office space for the volunteer staff and docents. You said this was in Fond du Lac? In Fond du Lac. Um, flagpoles have been raised, signages on the building, and they anticipate taking occupancy. Ah, it really is new. They took occupancy in mid-July of this year. Mm. They say, you know, that you can help with the final touches and aid and consider supporting, blah, blah, blah. And it gives the um, contact information for that. Their spokesperson on the website so far is Mike McCarthy of the Packers. Um, let's see if we can find anything else. They have memorial bricks. But they don't really tell you much more about what they do besides have this museum of motor pool stuff. Um, so I'm attributing it to that fact that they're brand new. Oh, well, yeah. Um, it's also near one of the other places I would love to stop, and I have not been able to stop at lately. And do you know what else Fond du Lac is famous for up there year-round? Other than Merc Marine? No. So what is Fond du Lac famous for? The Christmas shop. Oh, the Yes, the Christmas shop. I think we, we did a Cheesehead Spotlight on that once. I don't think so. I think we did. I don't think, I so. think so. The Kringle Shop? The Kringle Shop, yep. It's open all but two days a year, one of them being Christmas. 
Yeah, it's called the Christmas Kringle Shop with K's. Well, we did a cheesehead spotlight on I this. I don't think so. But it's Christmas again, so you can spotlight it again. Um, they have, they are, ha, 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 you're wrong. They are closed four days of the year. Oh, my gosh. They, they are open 361 days of the year. There's 10,000 square feet of glass ornaments, collectibles, and gifts for every occasion. They have the European Village of Shops, um, and you can order online. You do not have to go to Fond du Lac to see this place. Um, and their uh, email is www.christmaskringle.com. And <clears throat> when I look at to see what some of the holiday stuff is, are they going to give us anything? And, you know, they're open 24-7 online. And looking at the thing, it doesn't tell me which four days besides Christmas they're not open. The other three days. But the museum is near there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. We'll have to check that out once it becomes a... Uh, more of a established place. Mm-hmm. Now you know. I I don't know why it's in Fond du Lac, but I don't either. I, there's not much information yeah. on the site. Like I said, yeah. saw a building, looked it up. Yeah. Not much information. Oshkosh is one of the largest defense con. Oshkosh Truck is one of the largest defense contractors. They are. That might be why, because Oshkosh is what 15 miles right. away. For uh, military vehicles, uh, the Humvees mm-hmm. and uh, the armored tanks are 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 built there. And I just thought of something that was passed by in um, conversation this week. There's also a place up in Oshkosh called um, Pierce Fire Truck. I heard they're closing. Really? Yeah. It's always been fun to drive up and see how they have repainted a fire engine. Last year we saw the Bucky Badger. Um, fire engine um, before they went to the Super Bowl. They've done a Packer one in the past, um, mm-hmm. but they usually have a spotlight on a truck up there. But I've I've heard it's closing, so I don't know where the majority of Wisconsin is going to get its fire trucks now. Well, the nation that was one of the largest fire truck makers in the country uh-huh. at one point. Um, actually, Kenosha, near where I grew up, had a Pierce plant. It wasn't the only one, mm-hmm. but I think it was like the, the the next largest fire truck plant, other than the one in the Oshkosh area. Mm-hmm. So, when I grew up, Kenosha was also a fire truck maker. See, and I don't equate Kenosha with fire trucks. I equate Kenosha with AMC. Well, there is a lot of. Um, Heavy industry in Kenosha during the, well, the boom times in the you know fifties, sixties, seventies. Most of it is is gone now, of course. But mm-hmm. um, well, that's uh, if that's true, that that's that's sad, you know. And and um, occasionally I've seen um, fire trucks coming through near where I work, mm-hmm. going southwest. And, you know, you see, um, you know, South Dakota or, um, you know, Colorado fire trucks stopped at a, you know, stopped at, at the local 
stoplight. And, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody from work when we went out to lunch. It's like, well, why is that tr- fire truck there? I said, well, it's probably coming from Fond du Lac or Oshkosh, mm-hmm. where, where it's made or repaired. And it's on its way to its final destination. So. All right, I'm going to keep look, a lookout on that because when I pull up Pierce's site, the, mm-hmm. um, the uh, I can't think of the word, the plant here serves a heck of a lot. In, in Wisconsin, there's at least most of the counties in Wisconsin, if not close to three quarters, and it serves upper Michigan. So... I'll see if I can find out a little bit about that in the next day or two. Which brings me to, we only have four more days of Napad Pomo. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I could take a break. (laughs) Didn't you like the challenge this year so far? Uh, The hard part was to pick uh, and do things when you weren't available to record. You muddled through with some help. Yes, I did. And I want to thank the, the kids and... What was that? Who just dropped something in the background? Yeah. The kids and uh, others that have helped me through. Um, so why don't we uh, end it now so we can watch the Packer game. They're already started. And oh, I think... The, oh, yeah, and... I like the Packers. No. <laughs> All right, hold on. We have a little rivalry yes, here in the, the house. Are, who's winning now, the Giants or the Packers? The Giants. It's tied? Tied at seven, you said? Okay. It's about quarter to eight on Sunday, so we're we're missing the first quarter right now. Oh, well. Okay, so if you... It's just (laughs) football. You grew up in Green Bay. It's just football. You don't get the sarcasm there? (laughs) Why don't you give us the contact information so we can get out of here? You can call us at 260... Yeah, 262-649-8550. You can get a hold of us by email at thebadgercast at gmail.com. And you can find both Dale and myself on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm Don't Tickle Me, and he's the philosophy guy. Good night. Adios.